0: Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network and TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, Go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today.
2: to the After Buzz After Show for Constantine, I'm your host Yelts Eagle, I've got a full panel, we got Isaac Johnson Hello
3: everyone Tari Miller Hey hey
2: And we are talking about the latest episode, I'm not even going to try to say it uh,
3: No? No Let's give it a shot Uh
2: Come on
3: Nope, Tari? Dan's Voodoo Yeah, that Yeah, that okay. wasn't so hard Dan's Voodoo
2: it, No, it's not hard, i just <laughs> written
3: <laughs> Okay
2: Have you seen it written?
3: I am looking at it
4: written No. Yeah That's, like yeah.
2: that's not how I spelled it, yeah yeah. Dance voodoo Well that was fun <laughs> Interesting um, sound. This episode takes us to New Orleans Yeah, yeah. Or New Orleans As non-New Orleans Nullins. people say Nolens Or that New Orleans um, Yeah we're <laughs> taking <laughs> there um, After we see Zed really connect with the map She's now basically intertwined with the map
4: <laughs> She has some sort
3: of psychic connection with the map Yeah, yeah.
2: We get to see that Xyla...
3: Uh, the zoetrope?
2: That zoetrope. Xylophone. <laughs> the xylophone.
3: Yeah. Hi, I'm Tari. I'll be providing the words today. Yeah,
2: thank you. <laughs> nice.
3: Um, All big words will be provided by Tari. Yeah. Um, well, she initially doesn't have the connection, though, right? Yeah. She's kind of lost it. Yeah.
2: But then they're like, we can fix this. Boom, fixed. Um, and Zed leads them to New Orleans. Yes. Which is fun to say. Um, and we meet Jimmy the cop. I'm calling him Jimmy.
4: His name is Jim Corrigan. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
2: when he was a child, he was Jimmy. Sure. Um, and we find out that there's kind of a connection between him and Zed, um, which I was so excited. I was like, oh, are we going to get more backstory? Kind of. A little. A no, little. A like a tease of backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what takes us to New Orleans is the um, a model... Let's say, um, who stabbed some people, and when Jimmy was trying to shoot her, she like wouldn't die. They yeah. bounced off her.
4: Um, did they bounce off her? Did she like absorb them? It was She's kind like of absorb. She kind of
2: absorbed. Yeah,
4: I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, well, I was surprised that he was able to be that good of a shot, um, given that he seemed a bit inebriated. Right,
2: he seemed wow. drunk. He uh, like stumbled he out drunk. of a bar. He
4: don't really uh, piss in an alleyway. <laughs> Sober, I don't.
2: I was going to like, speak yeah, for speak, yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Okay. That Fair just enough. shows how good of a shot he is that he can do be accurate while also drunk. it was like
2: this distance. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it he, was really close. He could okay. have closed
3: his eyes and still hit her. Yeah. Sure.
2: I mean, he did fire off a, a handful.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, is that the is that the uh, <laughs> scientific unit? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: oh, <laughs> that was a
1: handful of bullets.
2: Yeah. Is that not how you measure things? I measure things in handfuls. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um... So we later find out that there's also another accident, murder, um, and we meet a little boy named Philip who is a ghost. I'm calling him a little boy. He's a he's, college yeah, he's dropout. Like, yeah. In my mind, that's a little boy. No. Nah.
3: No. Like little boy implies he's like five years old, wandering on the <laughs> yeah. side of the freeway. Like Ten and under is a little boy.
2: Whatever. Uh, he's a child in my <laughs> he's eyes. He's a teenager. At he the is very young. Least, yeah. He's nineteen, let's say. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, They may have given him a age. Child. So (laughs) um, he's a college dropout who uh, is hitchhiking. He gets into this car with a creeper. Yeah. Um, And all I could think was, come on, Philip, are you really surprised? Like, this is what happens when you hitchhike. Is that not the understanding everyone else has? I've
4: never hitchhiked before, so I don't really have an understanding of what happens.
2: uh Uh-huh.
3: I guess now I won't. Yeah. Uh, though that that like that surprised me mostly because you always expect the hitchhiker to be the super duper murdery one, wh- which he kind of was. But like yeah. it flipped it where it was like, oh no, this guy picking him up is is uh you know he's a pedo. Yeah.
4: yeah. Was was Well, it really...
2: he's not a pedo for claiming he's not a little boy. Yeah. No. I guess so. Sorry, too much yeah. S <laughs> V.
3: Sorry, I guess. not
4: know. I guess it wasn't like his smoothest move to like uh. It's a little cold in here maybe we can warm things up i'm like don't you have a better line than that i don't know
2: <laughs> i mean i feel like uh you know if, for anyone who's seen jay and silent bob for example there are rules when you're hitchhiking there are rules okay if you're trying to get a ride you will then repay them which is why it's uh, from jay and silent bob
3: yeah I, okay, I didn't see the movie i don't strike I don't back know. yeah go watch it yeah Right after this Sounds podcast. Sounds delightful. Thank you. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Jay and Silent Bob.
2: No. <laughs> so, um, Philip, you know, then pops out of the car, is in front of the car, covered in blood, and the creeper hits a tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we now have two murder victims. Mm-hmm. Why? How are they connected? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Constantine, and I'm really glad Chaz and Zed... And Constantine are all working together. I'm glad we have the team together, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the first time that they're working as a team.
3: Yeah. Ever uh, since the last time we met Papa Midnight. So a few episodes ago, that was the well, last Well,
2: Chaz time. was brought in. He didn't start as oh, part
3: of the team. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. I've been waiting for this moment. And we get a tiny bit more info on Chaz, maybe?
3: A little bit.
2: I mean. Yeah.
3: He well, knows how to cook
2: he knows we knew that um but also he heals Mm
4: -hmm. yeah which i would have liked some more explanation on like how he heals but i think we're gonna get that backstory in a couple episodes i guess but yeah it'd be nice to know but it was cool to see him heal Mm -hmm. because i did wonder like what happened with him and the whole like electrocution or whatever from the pilot so it was cool to see his body like mend back together and i guess he knew he had to be the one to go on that mission yeah because you know
2: well, I like I like how we saw each of them babysitting um, a ghost because later we have Charles, um, who died of cancer.
3: Mm-hmm. Clark. 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 All oh right. yeah, yeah. Clark. So
2: Charles, let me explain where I got Charles
3: because <laughs> he's in charge.
2: No, um, <laughs> when they went to the um, the place where the dead bodies are, yeah. Um, under him was Charles, ah. and so I was like, Charles, there it is, <laughs> him. Yeah. So we find out that each of these uh, murderers, I'm going to call them, are actually victims themselves
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and that they kind of were risen because the people who feel guilty about their deaths asked to speak with them through Papa Midnight. Mm -hmm. Right. Which takes us to Papa Midnight, who's back. Um, and he has to work with Constantine this episode, yeah, which is so different. What did you guys think about the idea of them working together
3: I loved it yeah i uh, yeah. I, I think I, I said this a couple episodes ago, but i want i I want him to be part of the team like right. all the time, like every time because they they work together really well, um, and their banter is really fun, mm-hmm. and they're always yeah. trying to screw each other over, so that's always nice it's a good element. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how often
4: it's gonna happen, but I think that they had to at this point because, I don't know. It seemed like Papa Midnight has some feels some sort of responsibility with his voodoo, um, which what does Constantine call it? Like voodoo is like a, it's like an excuse to have a party or something like that.
2: Something like that. that.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. An,
3: an, and a magical excuse to party.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. One, it seemed it was cool to see that like you know Papa Midnight's approach to like voodoo or uh, magic or whatever you want to call it was, like comes from like a real traditional place and then. Constantine is kind of like which I guess Papa Midnight calls him like a like, like a like a jackass of all trades or whatever yeah so that's such like, a good line yeah. yeah and then it's cool to see that he comes from it from like he just wants to like use it somehow but he doesn't necessarily respect it and he has to sort of come to a place of like respecting it and that's some cool character growth there.
2: I also uh, really enjoyed that Papa Midnight it points out that Constantine just makes up his own stuff yeah and that because he's so traditional he's able to do more things that Constantine can't do right yeah um and Constantine needs Papa Midnight. He's like, I want to talk to your sister in hell, which is a huge
3: Yeah. Like
2: what? I wanna know about Papa Midnight's sister, who's in hell. Yeah. Um, mm. who he communicates with, who can give us information about the darkness that is rising.
4: Yeah.
2: Um I I want that. Mm. And I'm like, We're not gonna see Papa Midnight for another like six episodes Probably. now. Now that they were like, hey, here's stuff you want. Mm -hmm. Bye.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This guy's too useful. Get him out of here. Yeah. Well, we got to have 22 episodes, so.
2: Yes, but I (laughs) want answers. I'm a really impatient TV watcher. I'm always like, I want answers to this, and I want answers to that.
3: I mean, we get a little bit, and it it leads to a good amount of speculation. Like, Mm -hmm. we'll go into it during predictions, Mm -hmm. but, like, they give us enough to kind of chomp on.
2: Yeah. So, you have lots of predictions, is what I you're have saying.
3: A prediction, yes. Yeah. I'm
2: <laughs> excited to get there. Um, all right. So, we have our model friend um, and her model friend who feels guilty. We have uh, Philip and his mother.
4: His grandmother. Grandmother? grandmother? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I thought she was the grandmother. Okay. Grandmother. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Um, and then Clark and his wife. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to figure it all out. We have this watch thing. It, I'm calling it a watch there, Oh, yeah, yeah, the thing that
3: can like, detect... The crystal, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it turns blue if there's a spirit around or if there's just been a spirit.
3: Right. And it's red if they're actually, like, right there. There's, like, a green.
2: Green is that means that they're in the vicinity, mm. which is very similar to the blue
4: well,
2: in, in, like, concept,
3: not right. in color. Well, blue just means that they were there at some point. You know, green means that they're kicking it down the street.
2: Mm. <laughs> Then what is red?
3: Red it means that they're like. All they said was red is something. Shoulder. Red yeah.
2: means we wouldn't have been here. Red is yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Interesting. Yeah,
3: because it's it's a it's a distant system. It's like if you were a submarine and you had missiles coming at you. It's like all right, you know there there's residue of explosions. All right, and then oh the. the Ra- the missiles are on our radar and then boom it's within the inner circle so it's red because it's like oh, right about okay. to hit you i see
2: yeah i see thank you
3: you're welcome yeah that was sharp
2: uh, that was nice <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well um i want to talk about philip in the car with uh zed and jimmy
3: okay <laughs> Jim.
2: jimmy his mama called him Jimmy. <laughs> His I mama called him Jimmy. <laughs> I can call him Jimmy.
4: As a man, he introduced himself as Jim Corrigan.
2: Yeah, and then Zed goes, Jimmy! <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, because she put together that he was the boy the boy from her vision that right. she yeah. initially started having, which I guess I would have thought she would have had visions about the other two, but mm-hmm. maybe somehow like that the blood on the map is somehow related to, to him.
2: Well, I think, I mean... I think at the end we kind of got that, yeah. Which especially because we never see him interact with other police, really. Mm, yeah, I don't. Maybe he's
4: true. a ghost. Yeah, I don't know that he's a ghost. I mean, uh, um, I'm dead serious. Maybe he's a ghost. I don't know. Well, he's he's him. Um, him and Constantine share like a darkness. Like that's how like. Constantine can do kind of what he does like he has this like darkness mm-hmm. soul mm-hmm. damned I think that um because well in the comics um Jim Tell is, us about is it. a well I don't really know a ton about it but in the comics you'd know him as the specter um and I just know that he's like a character that uh, has like kind of like in this episode like he's introduced to like this dark world and then he's kind of like flipped on his head mm-hmm. um uh, that's how the how it goes in the comic and he um guess he's the specter I don't remember much about the specters a long time ago
3: but
4: um but he and Constantine share like the same sort of darkness so I don't know that he's like a spirit but I think that he certainly has something because I don't know has Zed ever touched Constantine before and seen
3: something I know that that Liv did but Mm. I don't know I don't think so i don't think, I don't think they've so touched yet <laughs> but they will yeah <laughs> mostly in the lip region yeah um, he did, he oh is that where that? you think yeah or, yeah <laughs> well he did uh, say like that like i res- only respect people that I slept with or something like that oh yeah yeah um i thought that that thing with uh at the end with zed and jim mm-hmm. was like more of a premonition like oh you're gonna get shot to death like her yeah. seeing mm-hmm. it she's that. a psychic yeah yeah that makes sense
2: okay I thought that as well. But as we started talking, I realized that, you know, when we first see him in the alleyway, mm-hmm. he's alone. When we see him later, when uh, our team gets to the alleyway, he's alone.
1: Yeah. When
2: Constantine gets arrested... He doesn't really interact with the other police and then he takes Constantine to the precinct or whatever and they're alone in a room and he brings in the files. Yeah. And so it started to make me wonder, similar to your Manny theory Because yeah, they both right. he and Manny don't exist. Yeah. Is that no, I thought that he was more like a you know Bruce Willis, you know, situation. Right. <laughs> L- L- alert.
3: Was- that would hold it up. It been so <laughs> many years. yes yeah, and she didn't even, like, and they don't even know what she's talking about. Like, she yeah, didn't I just have Bruce Willis. Okay. Um, uh,
2: clearly, it's the fifth element, guys.
3: Yeah. Though, I would argue that the lady who got killed at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, saw him. She was like, oh, you know, I'm walking yeah. down the aisleway with- The model. With, uh, yes, we're the, we're the model, but mm-hmm. she acknowledged that mm. he existed because he showed her the badge. Right. And she's like, uh, New Orleans finest, etc.' And also, he drives a car. Well, so- <laughs> yeah. Um, our
2: model holds scissors
3: yes mm-hmm.
2: and Philip has a backpack and gets in a car opening the door
3: okay these are like and
2: we even say sorry to interrupt you but they say each of these ghosts are playing by their own rules
4: gotcha yeah well I think it's like she she di- she died by scissors or she, I mean her face was yeah, all cut up yeah she was
2: cut up and then she killed herself yeah with pills mm-hmm.
4: yeah and then Philip had the backpack with him when he died because he in the was car. yeah because he yeah. was leaving school yeah
2: um, But I will say this about the model. I love when it's her versus Chaz. Mm-hmm. And he starts asking questions and that <laughs> yeah. stops her. Like he
4: starts playing the question game and he's like, I can't believe it took me this long yeah, to yeah. ask me questions.
2: But it's just because that really uh, resonated with the, you know, they're playing by their own rules. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip sure. gets out of the car When, you know, um, Zed tells him that it's okay and, like, sometimes, you know, you need to be kicked out of the house and, like, learn to live and whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, pull over here. Like, Mm. let me out. I'm not going to hurt you. And then the model, she won't stab you if you ask her questions. (laughs) That is the greatest. I'm going to, I can't wait to meet a ghost. (laughs) To try yeah. it, you
3: know, but you got to figure out what their rules are. Yeah, no,
2: I want to try the questions thing, <laughs>
3: question game. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's uh, that was. I think that was my favorite part of the whole episode. Because <laughs> then we see Chaz is still there asking her questions.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh man, I thought I, maybe Philip was just like bored, <laughs> like he's just like,
3: oh, this chick won't play my game. Like, let me get out of the car. Right. No, mm. oh. like he was upset or something. Like, ah, oh, but yeah. I wanted to kill you.
2: But I mean, he. I. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Go that on. yes, I think that um, I think yeah. that he gets out of the car because. Oh well, yeah, he obviously does. Right, making a oh, Okay, yeah. I was just explaining that you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm right. You are correct. Good. Moving on. Um,
4: uh, oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> it really bothered me that she was like not watching the road. The
2: yeah, time. I know. I was like, you're in a car but this guy who's trying to make you crash Basically, yeah
4: like his whole thing is like you know exactly what it is and really dangerous to pick him up in the car which is like i, I don't know i guess pretty smart but super dangerous to like mm-hmm. well if we pick him up then no one else can you know right. like die or whatever but then like he's in the car and like you're just like driving with your you know eyes in the rear view the whole time and, like what does he do he makes people crash yeah i was on the road i was
2: thinking the same thing i was yeah. like let jimmy drive you sit in the passenger yeah. so you can talk to him and also like as you get closer to the pl there's a place specifically he wants yeah, you to crash. Yeah, yeah. Slow down. Yeah, exactly. Or stop. And instead she decided to drive through him.
4: Yeah, well at least she knew it was coming, so she wasn't gonna freak out and pull right. off the road or whatever. Yeah. But I, I, it's just like that's one of my like and it's it's not any like fault of like the writers or anything like that. But like it's one of my pet peeves on like TV that oh, like, sometimes actors actors who drive like they're not looking at the road. And I'm like, look at the road. No, mm-hmm.
2: I I have the same problem. Yeah. Um, It also bothers me a lot.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. It was very frustrating. No
4: disrespect to the (laughs) actresses. No. I'm sure she was told to do that. Right, right,
2: (laughs) Um, It's just a a movie magic thing that we can't get past. Right. Right,
3: Right, without watching it (laughs) around. Yeah. I mean, that's how I drive in normal life. I just kind of look in my rear view. I I use my phone and things. Okay. (laughs) I assume that if I'm doing something wrong, someone will honk. It's a good system. Makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Kids,
2: don't Definitely. drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Yeah. Don't text or read your text or tweet or Snapchat and drive, please. <laughs>
4: Just in general, keep your eyes on the road. Yeah, yeah. This has been a PSA by the Constantine panel.
2: Yeah. Speaking of PSAs, guys, let's talk about iTunes. Yeah, it's not a PSA, but I want to talk to you guys about yeah, iTunes
4: too
2: we clearly like talking about the show and and talking about driving jokes um <laughs> and we do this because we want to and we love the show and we love talking to you guys so thank you for tuning in streaming watching downloading all that good stuff um and congrats to our constantine bag winner um yeah, who tweeted a cool out picture, a photo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but also we want to let you guys know that there's one very simple thing we ask of you one simple easy um go on to itunes and rate and review our show Let us know how we're doing. If you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, that's fine. I get it. I see how it is. (laughs) Feel free to leave us four stars. Um, Although, if you're listening this far in, I'm going to make an assumption that you love us. (laughs) It's quite possible. Yeah. Um, And leave a comment. Let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better.
4: You know who does love us? Who? Uh, McCoy4217 says, the crew seems to know more about the Lord. It makes us a better listener. And he, something about he looks forward to it every week. Um, also, about that. yeah, I don't know. thanks. Not a good reader. And also, someone else says great lists, and these are both five star reviews, by the way. Boom. No nice. four stars here. Um, I don't know how to say that. A k a s u x j d. Mm -hmm. Uh love the podcast and the host which which host do you love this one okay (laughs)
2: i'm kidding
4: i love that the hosts don't hold everything against the source material also like when they discuss locations on the show being from atlanta it's awesome seeing my city in this creepy light
2: oh Mm -hmm. yeah awesome atlanta's amazing i hear it's a really great place especially to film and stuff yeah yeah awesome well thank you guys for yeah. uh commenting we appreciate it
4: yeah we'll shout you out on the next show if you yeah. comment
2: <laughs> um and just real quick if you comment um and and review us it's easier for us to get guests that's yeah. right we are working on getting guests so even if your comment is get zed on the show which yeah we should totally get yes, zed on it the show. it wouldn't
4: be a bad idea have her
2: in here no mm-hmm. no she'd sit next to me okay yeah. Okay. We'll let her do uh, that.
3: We'll draw straws.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Let us leave comments and let us know who you want. Also review so that we can be like, look, people love us. And we'll get guests <laughs> in that voice. That's how we do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so Constantine and, and Papa Midnight do, after stealing bodies,
4: Yeah.
2: Um, they do some, I'm going to call it some hocus pocus because it's kind of made up by Constantine.
4: Yeah, his stuff is made up. Papa Midnight's pretty serious.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like Constantine was like, I got this, like, let me tell you what we're going to do. Here's what you're going to say and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Papa Midnight went with it, and then nothing happened. And Papa Midnight yelled at him, rightfully so, yeah. um, that, you know, he's making stuff up and he's not doing what he needs to and that this isn't how it's going to be and that something is messing with this magic.
4: Yeah, well, what do you think the reason is that, that Constantine won't, like... Because, like, he was saying something about, like, he didn't want a spirit to go in his body or something. But what's... Do we have well, any? he said...
2: I mean, he said that he he spends so much time pulling spirits out of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's more to that. Tari? Well,
3: what he was saying is that, like, since he's an exorcist, he's always basically breaking pos- possessions. And the way that voodoo works is you you let the gods work through you. Right. Um, and so... Papa Midnight was essentially saying that the reason why it wasn't working is because Constantine wasn't letting the gods work through him, but Constantine is completely opposed to anything uh, basically using his body as a medium. Do we think that's maybe like even like tied to like Astra, that whole situation?
4: Like maybe how he called up that other demon maybe? I don't Mm. know. I mean, maybe. Yeah.
2: That idea didn't cross my mind but now it has. He just
4: seemed like very opposed to, you know, to that idea and I thought like maybe that was tied to like the whole Newcastle group or something. I don't know. Right. I mean,
2: it definitely could have been. It also could have been, you know, the way Constantine started, really. Because, sure. you know, when you start something, you don't know what you're doing, even if you do. Yeah. And you're feeling it out and figuring it out. And he probably made that kind of mistake.
3: Sure. Right. And it's like it's like uh, how doctors essentially, as they're doing their practice, they mm-hmm. become more cautious of things that can hurt your body. Mm-hmm. And so sure. I think that's his whole thing as well.
2: OK. I like that you compared Constantine to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> But um, not the Doctor.
3: Yeah, no, I
4: was
2: going
3: to say, like, it doctor. is similar to Doctor.
2: No, it's not. They just make references. Um, I mean, he does go
3: place to place, uh, exercising anally. With Yes. Oh, dang it. He is not a taxi. And he has, like, a... Like a very specific outfit that yeah. he always wears. goodness. Yeah.
4: Yeah. by the way, that tie never moves. You'd think yeah. at some point it would be like up or down, depending on the day. I thought about the tie. Yeah. So
2: first off, uh, it's not always a red tie, is it not? it I think last episode it was a black or blue tie. Okay. and I I've remember being like, red. what? it's not red? Yeah. Um, and I think so here's my thought is that he doesn't seem to be like the cleanest person. So in my mind, the tie is so like it's never been an a washing machine and therefore it's like stiff. And so okay. he just like pulls it, does, it on and off. Like that's how he does it. In yeah. my mind that's where it is cuz he it does
4: look pretty stiff. He is like pretty clean though for a guy that wears like the same outfit every day. Like that shirt is still like crisp white. Like he just got it from the dry cleaner. The
2: yeah. jacket isn't and his face isn't.
3: I feel like it, I feel like his shirt and jacket should be like way dirtier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially after <laughs> the mining episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he threw away that shirt and jacket. <laughs> I imagine his closet is just these things like yeah. just his trench coat white shirts and then right. these stiff ties yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's like the einstein thing where you always like you just buy the same mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's what i figured because they're all like well, i don't know that coat is pretty clean to me too but i don't i don't know mm. i might be overthinking it. No. <laughs>
2: i i like this discussion and i want the fans to join in for <laughs> yeah. sure
3: Tell um, us what you think about Constantine's outfit. Right yeah. How dirty should it be? It should be way dirtier, man.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. We meant like unclean. I was thinking something else. Because it should definitely oh, be Oh, you want him to wear something else? <laughs> yeah, something What, what specifically do
4: you want to see him wear?
2: Lingerie. <laughs> there's no... There's Women's no
4: lingerie. Women's lingerie. I was gonna say, there's not really man lingerie. Yeah, no,
2: he looks so good. In... Anyway, <laughs> um, where were we?
4: Matt Ryan, please come on our show and wear some lingerie. Yeah, uh.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, guys, if we get 15 comments, I'm putting it out there, 15 comments on iTunes that have mentioned to Matt Ryan wearing women's lingerie, I will talk to people that I know at NBC and try to get him over here in maybe lingerie. That is what I'm going to do for our fans. 15 comments that talk about him in lingerie.
4: Wow. Yeah. Uh, We'll just take you on the show, Matt, if you listen to this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to talk about Papa Midnight and what he hears from his sister in the end.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, his sister says that all of his efforts are in vain. This is regarding the darkness that is rising. Right. Yes. And that someone close to Constantine mm-hmm. will betray him. Yeah. Anyone else get a Jesus vibe there?
4: Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a Judas kind of thing? Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, A few more uh, Julius Caesar, Beware the Ides of March. Yeah. uh, But we'll go for that. Sure. (laughs) No, I'm the only
2: one who was like, Jesus! He's (laughs) Jesus!
4: No, no, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I feel like I want to say who I think it is, but I feel like that's like a production, so I can't.
2: Well, let's talk about this statement. Um, Papa Midnight's sister in hell. Yeah,
4: her
3: skull.
2: (laughs) So weird. Oh,
3: man, that was creepy. Yeah. 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 Well, like, it's it's also odd because I don't know if there's a, like, a christian hell in in the voodoo practices mm. so like there's all these collaborations of theologies, right and the the ending of this the the spell that they were casting
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh basically says that yes the voodoo gods are a thing because it worked through papa midnight right um also papa midnight is super cool about having his his sister in hell like it's not even a big deal to no him. it's weird
2: I feel like, mm. and I really hope they explain this, I feel like there's a, like, it, she's there to help him. Like it was a like decision, yeah. you know, to put his sister there so that he, like, you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: like espionage. Yeah. You know? Yes.
2: <laughs> or to like, to, to give him powers. Because yeah. he needs, you know, he needs demons insight, and, and yeah. stuff to go through him, whatever. And so she's down there helping. Right. That's, no okay
4: yeah, i, mean, I, I don't, know. See it. <laughs> don't know that like well i guess I, in this world there there definitely is like a heaven and hell god and satan we've had them both referenced right um so i'd imagine it's like the, that specific hell um but i can't imagine anyone would actually want to go there
2: maybe she's like she is like the the right hand woman of satan or something <laughs>
3: Well,
4: I don't know, if it's if it's like the biblical hell it's like a endless suffering. So right. I don't think that you can be like the right hand man and be like eternally burning.
2: I'm um, thinking more like little Nicky where like the Satan and his sons right. and like their assistant and the guy with the <laughs> boobs on his head. <laughs> man, it's a good movie. Yeah. And by good I mean I enjoyed it. Yeah. Not
4: that it was good. Yeah, I say it's not good, but um I was an extra in that movie. Were oh, you? Really? Yeah. I've never actually seen the film. <laughs> I'm
2: going to go I was rewatch there. it. I was
4: there in like the basketball scene or whatever. I don't think yeah. I actually made it, but nice. I'm
2: going to go rewatch it.
4: Yeah. My
3: long illustrious acting resume. That's one of the mm-hmm. things. It's not on there. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I mean, well, she can't be suffering too much if she's relaying. Yeah. All she's messages, a
2: bill- so. If she's able to speak to okay. us.
3: Yeah.
4: Is there like a, well, what's purgatory? Is it like
3: purgatory? It's like the
4: waiting room, but is that the waiting room to hell or to it's, heaven? it's neither.
2: It's neither.
4: It's neither.
3: Right? Well, all right. Purgatory is the waiting area before heaven. Limbo is a spot in between. So maybe mm. she's in limbo. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe
3: she's in limbo. That would make sense. But then how does she know what's going on in hell? Because sometimes she bends so low that she can see nice. in hell. <laughs> I see where you did
4: that. He does call it like the hotline to hell or something and talk to his sisters.
3: So. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's actual hell. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I,
2: I mean, want to see. Sorry. Go no, on. Go ahead. No.
3: I was just going to say, I mean, there's also the chance that she just died and he's like mm. well this is convenient sure that you know making the best whatever that's <laughs> a, a
2: boring best. boring I know words.
3: but it has to be said I can't have people on the internet going well this could have happened because I know it could have happened and I just said it <laughs> oh great <laughs> um, I want to see
2: hopefully um, how Papa Midnight and Constantine met I want that. I'm. I'm. I oh, don't, yeah,
4: that'd be cool.
2: I don't know if I'm weird or if everyone's like this, but I really like origin stories. I really like the idea of seeing, like, once you meet two characters, like, then seeing how they met and, like, how they got to where they were.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I like finding out people's backstories. I want answers about chess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want.
4: Yeah. Um, I don't like origin stories, but. Okay, I mean, so I'd rather, is... I'd rather just see how we get there. Cool. I don't want to see that. It
3: depends. Like, if it if it happens to be like a really good story, like the, like it builds upon what we already know, mm-hmm. like then I think that that's good. Sure. If it's just mm-hmm. like a random like throwaway where it's like Papa Midnight and John Constantine ran into each other in a store one day, they became bitter enemies because they wanted to buy the same cupcake. When has that ever
2: been an origin story?
3: It happens sometimes. No, it's
2: always something like we were on a case together and we did work together, but then he did this to betray me. That's usually how it is. Right, like here's a boring case that we worked together. <laughs> Origin story. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, the more you
2: know. Yeah. Um, come, let's talk about what we learn about Zed.
3: Okay.
2: We find out that Zed was a runaway.
3: Yeah.
2: She changed her name, which goes back to the "Who says the my parents are the people who named me" comment she made a few episodes right, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it seems that Jim. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jimmy used to work missing persons. Yeah, and he's really good at faces. Mm-hmm. It only takes him like three days to
3: remember. It's a pretty quick turnaround. I don't know. I'm that's not I'm really good at faces. Well, I felt like he recognized her the first time they met. Yeah, he just didn't like put Place a name into it. it. I mean, because he he obviously hasn't been in that department in a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. So I understand him not being like oh you're sally sue from new orleans and you were missing because you had abusive parents
4: yeah also when she went missing in the missing person file, she would have probably been a lot younger
3: mm-hmm. so you have to like age her. i'm face just
2: saying now. the statement i'm really good at faces or, i'm really good with faces like no you're not
3: <laughs> i don't know don't you have like you're okay with faces yeah but you're really good at looking at files. Yeah. Yes. Well,
4: don't you have, like, people that you, like, knew from high school that have, like, changed mm-hmm. somehow and, like, yeah. you don't recognize them right away? Yeah.
2: I'm not good with faces.
4: Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying maybe it's like that. Maybe it's, like, it takes you a while to be like, oh, I know you from Mrs. Taylor's
2: no, because I would never say I'm good with faces. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, uh,
4: he matched the model, too. He's good with
3: faces.
2: He is. Okay.
3: I'll take she it. She even had yeah. a surgical <laughs> mask on. That's... You gotta give him a, little, a couple extra yeah, points for that. Yeah. All eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but... And a banging body. He,
2: yeah, seriously. <laughs> he then, um, m- he matched the model by her story, by the scissors. And the, sure. the, the fact that she was really pretty, had scissors and said, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> Jazz, <laughs> genius. Okay. Um, and then when he found her kind of, he saw pictures of her with the surgical mask, which is how he like confirmed. Right. Sure. Boom.
4: Seemed <laughs> fairly convenient that she was wearing that in the photo as well, the surgical mask, but I guess...
2: I mean, it was, was like after shoe. her... I think it was after her thing. Yeah, I guess it was oh, after yeah. her injury. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, what's interesting to me is did she kill herself wearing the surgical mask? Like, if she took a bunch of pills?
3: Probably. I mean, why wouldn't she? I imagine that she... Being someone who is in a profession that specializes in beauty mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't even want to see her own face. And it's the reason why she oh, yeah. took her own life.
2: Right. I I'm just imagining her taking whatever pills and then getting into bed or whatever comfortable position. Right. Which in my mind, not that I've thought about this and also this might be laundry. super morbid, also lingerie, yeah. but like I would put on something comfortable, you know? Right. Maybe, maybe that was comfortable for her. But yeah. All right. <laughs> I think she also was wearing a trench coat.
4: I don't
2: know. Okay. I mean, I understand that Constantine finds that comfortable.
4: (laughs) Yeah. All right.
2: Sure. The fans are going to be like, yeah, you are on crack tonight. (laughs) (laughs) What you're talking about. Um, So anyway, Jimmy lets us know that Zed uh, is a runaway and that he's not going to update her file with her new name and where she is and who she's with. I
4: think he said he deleted it, right? Yeah, he said it's,
3: it's it's gone. Like, Yeah, it's no
2: longer an open yeah. missing persons file.
3: Good it, man. Yeah. It's disappeared.
2: Um, because I think we're supposed to assume that her parents abused her.
3: Yeah, that's what
4: I was assuming. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't think that, but yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I went with an abusive family as well, um, or foster care. Yeah. That's what I went with, but I watch SVU. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um,
3: well, the fact that there was a missing persons for her I would... Make me less inclined towards foster care. Mm-hmm. Um, True, yeah. Because they, the people who put it out, were following her. Because he mentions that there was a, uh, a surveillance footage of her stealing like a cheese sandwich or an apple or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like if it was foster care, they wouldn't be following up as much. Mm. Whereas uh, if it was like her real family, no matter how abusive they were, sure, um, they would be like, "Hey, where's that punching bag we used to have?" <laughs>
2: that was mean.
3: It was mean. Yeah, uh, well there, I mean for for abusing her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. they said too. Yeah.
2: Um Awesome. I think uh we've we've covered this episode. Is there anything that you feel we have missed?
4: Dunno. Mm, I guess not. Nope. Oh. I thought there was, but okay. Is look it at my the notes. Guilt? Everyone look at my notes. Okay. Is oh, it the yeah. guilt?
3: Why don't we talk about that? The guilt that oh, yeah. everyone felt?
4: Oh yeah, because uh, like Papa Midnight starts talking to Constantine, like does he want to talk to his mother? Mm. and he's got obviously he's got guilt about her yeah
2: we did have a nice bring back i totally forgot about her because we haven't mentioned her since the first episode when he talked to Liv about it Mm -hmm. which makes me wonder why he hasn't i mean i get why he hasn't said anything to zed about it but like it would be nice Mm -hmm. um if we could get him to remind us about it every once in a while
4: I suppose so. He just does, Well, I guess, why did he really open up to live, though? Like,
2: But they were on the uh, roof. Mm-hmm. The and doing, she, was the roof. Yeah, yeah. she was bait. Yeah, she was bait. So I think he had to give her something.
4: Yeah. So.
2: Maybe we'll put Zed in harm's way. <laughs> More than we already have.
3: For him to be vulnerable, somebody has to be in harm's way, maybe? Yeah.
2: Sounds like it.
3: Sort of. Oh. I mean, <laughs> he talked about his dad a little bit. That was a thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but, yeah. Um, Well, he's not that open of a character. I think even, like, all his quippy stuff
4: is just a way for him to deal with all this dark stuff and spirits and whatnot. Like, it's a way for him to deal with it. Whereas, like, Jim probably deals with it by, like, being like, oh, man, this stuff is real and
2: Mm. I got
3: to deal with it. Ah, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that the solution to the problem was that the people just had to forgive themselves. Like, that, like, aggravated me a little bit. Moral ambiguity. It wasn't even that, though. It was just like, hey, guys, I know you're struggling with this thing that you've been struggling for for years. Mm -hmm. But in this very moment, you should just let it go. And they're like, okay.
2: I agree that it was a very quick uh, turnaround. That the woman, um, that Clark's wife, was like, it wasn't my fault that I wasn't there. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it was the cancer. Yeah. Um. And that she was okay with him, like, killing her.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was weird that she was so okay with him just being there. Like, I get that, like, she went to a voodoo priest mm-hmm. and that's a thing, but, like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, if you're okay with... No offense to voodoo priests. Um, but, like, if you're okay with going to a voodoo priest to talk to your dead spouse... I think you're okay with your dead spells coming. Yeah,
3: by. right. But having them, having him in the flesh and talking through someone is, I feel, is completely different. Like because especially since his body was in a completely different location, so to have this corporeal being here that's taking the the shape of your husband, mm-hmm. I feel like that is odd.
2: Well, I mean, I think it's weird that all three of our um, ghosts were. Like we had talked about a little bit earlier, that they are, um, you know, ghosts that can move through, you know, um, matter, but like, yeah, they right. also but could they can also be solid. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Mm. They are playing by their own rules on the show. Not just the ghosts.
3: <laughs> sure. The ghosts are starburst. Well, maybe
2: if, ed- even if, <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> nice. maybe if he didn't like, I guess, the that, you know, it was like the forgiveness thing. Like, maybe that's supposed to be ultimately a message to Constantine. Because he's still
2: carrying around mm. guilt about
4: his mother and
2: about Astra. Yeah, and yeah. Astra.
4: Well, I mean, Astra. He actually f- did something, but his mother. Mm. He it was during birth, right? That she mm. like that's why his dad calls him killer. Like it wasn't like she died during childbirth or something. Mm. Am I remembering that incorrectly? I don't remember. uh, no, I think that's. <laughs> I think you're. I think that sounds. I, I think that's, that's right. right. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, like if he's a baby, he shouldn't have guilt about his mother dying during childbirth. It's not cool, but mm-hmm. like. Maybe they're trying to get the character to forgive himself, you know. But he's he's not ready to deal with that. Right.
3: That makes sense. Yeah. I like your theory. I Thank accept you. it. Oh wow. Well. <sighs> you feel better about Stamp the guilt of thing approval, now. Yeah. I, I accept <laughs> his reasoning. I feel more okay about it. Sure. sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I agree that it was interesting in a not so ex- positive way. That um that the the reason these people came out was because of their the the people's Mm guilt.
4: Sorry, but before we wrap up, one thing I was really excited about is to see a cigarette in mm-hmm. Constantine's hand oh. he did not put it to his lips no but he looked like he had been smoking it yeah it was and a was, shorter cigarette and like I know it's like you know network they can't show somebody smoking although they can show like Jim Corgan throwing back his flask or whatever but like right. they can't show him smoking but at least he had like a lit cigarette in his hand and it looked like he almost was gonna smoke it and then he throws it down like when he gets a, a drink from Papa Midnight and, it's like, and, oh. he,
2: and he sets everybody on fire with it yeah, yeah. he does that too yeah. but
4: even this it looked like he had been smoking it so right. it's like right. okay
2: I agree um, yeah. we're on cigarette watch 2014 yeah. I just
4: want to see I, I think we'll never see it but I just want to see him smoke a cigarette so badly
2: I want to see him chain smoke
4: that's never gonna happen I know yeah. not, on, not on network that's no. never gonna happen
2: I just want to see him like put one out and light another one yeah. you know like have one to his lips put it out Light another one, to, and then there's, take a
4: There's got to be some specific FCC thing about, like, smoking that they won't let him do it. Probably. Because <sighs> that was the moment for him to at least take a drag before. Because yeah. that's what, you, I mean... If... <laughs> Not that I know anything about smoking, but there like, matter. that's what you do before you put it out. You, you, take, you take the last then, one. Yeah. Yeah. And that thing he was not. like not even half smoked and he he, he tossed it. I yeah. thought that's a waste of a perfectly good cigarette.
2: Yeah. If he was a real smoker, he would have not done it.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: He'd be like, no. Um,
3: I have a carton in my car. It's fine. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like the taxi, they don't take luggage with them. Mm-hmm. The, the, the trunk is it's just full, full of cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, because then if... Not to get real into it, but if that was the way it was, then maybe we wouldn't feel so terrible about the fact that he doesn't smoke on the show. Right. Cause we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're all there.
3: Yeah. yeah okay. Explains.
2: Anyway, <laughs> on that note, let's head into predictions. Oh. <laughs> what is this?
3: And oh, it's a therapy. TV. Oh, okay. That's what makes the sound.
2: Thanks. Sorry, um, sorry,
3: sorry, Before you do that, I did have news.
4: You don't have to play the drop, but, um, uh Guillermo del Toro, I have a hard time saying his name. Yes. Um there was a long time that they were talking about like a Justice League Dark um uh, movie that like I don't know, probably is never gonna get made, but mm-hmm. um he talked this week about that he he's a fan of the show and that he thinks that Matt Ryan would be great. Oh shoot, I forgot the character, but he think he thought he would be a great um where's is, is Constantine in Justice League Dark? Um, I'm not sure if he is. I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, he talked about the actor Matt Ryan possibly being part of, like, if being that ever gets else. off the ground, like,
3: then he would be a character in that. Oh,
2: yeah, that was cool. That is very cool. Yeah.
3: He should also direct an episode of Constantine, if you're listening, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that'd be great. He should direct an episode. He's busy making movies, man. Hey, hey he did, did The Strain. He can do this. Uh, did he? This. Oh, well.
2: Um... Well, if we're doing it, I also found that article that I spoke of last week okay. and shared it, and I want more Chaz stuff. Yeah. Cool. So next week we see, if anyone saw the promo, there's a possessed kid.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: So- um, <laughs> and Manny is just running around being useless. I mean, useful. <laughs> um, predictions. Go yeah. ahead.
3: Um, I, I'm going to start this prediction with what I, yeah. I think that uh, I think that the one who is going to betray uh Constantine is going to be it's got to be Manny but if he exists mm-hmm. um <laughs> if he's real but I mean story-wise mm-hmm. I, w- I imagine it's going to end up being Zed mm-hmm. just for the f- for the sake of like uh drama. drama yeah well I
4: think uh well one I think Manny's real um there was a <laughs> sorry there's a it might have been collider anyway there was an article no it was com that um the actor Charles who plays Chaz, mm-hmm. um, says that he, that, that Chaz is aware of Manny.
3: Um, we haven't seen that yet, but he, oh. but he is aware of him, so I, I think that he's real. But going, go that could just mean that he knows that Constantine has an imaginary yeah. friend. I'm aware that you talk to yourself. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, okay. It's not dead yet.
4: Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll go with it. Um, But I think along the lines of what you said as far as it being like the... Like maybe like a Judas type of thing. Mm-hmm. If it is a Judas type of thing, then Chaz is the one who's going to be him. Mm. Okay, that's my prediction.
2: Um, I think it's. I hope not though. Yeah, I think it's almost, uh, almost too obvious to be yeah. Zed. Yeah, um, I would think so. But and I think it's also too obvious to be. Ch- I think it's too well, obvious to be anyone no that we've one else already, close to I him. know. Yeah, yeah,
3: I could see that. I mean and it, knowing uh Constantine's track record any of his friends could betray mm-hmm. him at any moment.
2: Yeah. I mean we're probably going to meet someone who is his longest friend past, uh, aside from Chaz, Yeah. Who like knows, you know, whatever his ex-wife or something. Mm-hmm. And then mm. it's going to be them. Um I don't know if I feel that Manny is real. Um I think next week is going to be moral ambiguity yeah. again because sure. of the kid. Um I'm going to go out on a limb and say prediction that the kid uh, to exercise the demon will kill the child. And so we have to figure, like, they have to, you know, decide.
4: Have, like, an astral mm. type situation again. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's what I think.
4: Nice. that be. be fun.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, any other predictions?
4: Uh, I think just my last one would just be, like, I think we're going to keep getting introduced to character or er, more of the Newcastle crew.
2: Mm.
4: That's going to keep being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Also, lastly, Manny, not going to be useful next week. (laughs) I think that's a safe prediction.
3: Nah, he's going to be useful. Yeah. That'd be
2: amazing. That would would be. Yeah.
3: Um, it's going to happen. And if we meet any of Constantine's friends, they're probably going to die. That's my prediction. <laughs> what?
2: His friends die? <laughs> um, awesome. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We had a blast. We hope you did too. Go comment and rate and review and stuff so that we can get Matt Ryan in Uh um, <laughs> Tari, where can the people find you
3: online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TariJ. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Uh, you can also find me here on After Buzz TV on assorted panels like the Arrow panel and the Flash panel.
2: Awesome, Isaac.
3: You can find me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram the Isaac Johnson
4: and check out my YouTube page also the Isaac Johnson I've got a music video up there and a short
2: awesome and of course you can find me online at yell.tv there you'll find info about all the shows i do here including yeah svu i dropped that one a lot um and many others also i'm on twitter instagram youtube google plus all the usuals um at yell teagle that's y-a-e-l-t-y-g-i-e-l and we'll see you next week after thanksgiving for an all-new constantine